to Hope for the Uprooted. I'm Susan Miller, and you know I am delighted that you join me today. I love the pleasure of your company, and especially for a time such as this, when we're all pretty isolated in place and staying at home. I know that we need each other all the more. So although I can't see your faces and you can't see mine, I feel like we're connected through this podcast and I'm going to fill you with God's word today and with his hope and his encouragement. Hey, if you could see me now, our office, our just moved office is closed and all of us on staff are working remotely from home. So if you could see me, no makeup, no lipstick, my jeans are on, I'm barefooted, I've got a bottle of water here, a glass of water there, and my Bible and scripture, and hey, we're just gonna have a good time for the next few minutes. So pull up a chair if you're walking, make sure those AirPods are in really good, and we'll just, um, we'll just hang out together. I don't know about you, but things have been pretty overwhelming in the last few weeks and a lot of times I have let fear and the unknown and the confusion of the moment consume my thoughts. I don't know if you're the same way but sometimes when life is overwhelming and of course we're in the middle right now of a pandemic uh, virus not only nationally but worldwide and of course within uh, our states and within our cities and towns. And I don't know, for a lot of people, hopes and dreams are shattered, jobs are lost, all kind of promises that you've made to yourself or to someone have to be broken and, you know, plans that you've made has to be kind of postponed or put on the sideline and and gosh, you think, this is a long journey, Lord, and I don't know where it's where or when it's going to end, and the road is rough, and what do I do? And, you know, what direction do I go in? And, you know, I just feel like that, just a minute, I'm going to turn off my phone, okay? Okay, thanks for letting me do that. It was my son in Atlanta, but he can just wait a minute and I'll call him back. Okay, how about that? Y'all trump him uh, in a phone call. But I want to talk to you today about um, just the initial uh, waiting, the waiting game that we play, the waiting period that we're in right now as we are waiting on God. We're waiting on answers. We're waiting on time frames. We're waiting on life to crank up again and for the normalcy of our life to come back. And um, you're doing a great job if you're doing everything that you can during this pandemic and you're staying at home and nestling in. But I know there's a certain amount of anxiousness in all of us for uh, when will this end? And of course, that's one of the unknowns. And how long will we have to stay on lockdown? And speaking of lockdown, I encourage you to read my blog on my website, justmove.org. 
which is written on um, being on lockdown. And perhaps it will kind of um, fit in with this podcast to some degree. But I want to talk to you about being in God's waiting room because so many of us are just that. We are waiting, waiting. And it's not always easy. A lot of times waiting is part of his plan. And a lot of times um, it is during that waiting time, that when we're in God's waiting room, that we learn a lot about ourselves. Uh, It's an opportunity for God to refine me and build in patience all the more. And it's an opportunity for me to learn to trust him all the more and uh, to try to understand Uh, that I have to lean in to his word and lean on him all the more. And so I just want to fill you with some scripture, give you some things to do while you're in the waiting room to remind you that God has a purpose and a plan and that um, we may not know what that is and that's where trust comes in. I want to encourage you, too, to understand that waiting and trusting and hoping are kind of interwoven and that um, as we're waiting, we trust and we hope. And, of course, um, we need to keep our focus on Christ and we need to understand that um, God is at work, even though we may not understand it. But that's where we trust him. And that's where we hope for um, the future to, um, to come to pass and to um, get us back to some kind of a normal lifestyle. But Psalm 41 through 3, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He brought me up out of the pit of destruction. Close your eyes while I'm reading this scripture. Um, God has written scripture for us for a time such as this. And every time I read his word, I am filled with the emotion and, and humble by how he speaks to me personally and I know to you. He brought me out of the pit of destruction, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet upon a rock, making my footsteps firm. And he put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and will trust in the Lord. I waited patiently. Oh my goodness, that's one of the things God teaches me in his waiting room. When I am out of control, instead of focusing on my circumstances, I need to focus on him and wait expectantly. Wait expectantly. Wait in anticipation, my friends, of what is to come, of good things to come. It's like going through a dark tunnel. There is light at the end of the tunnel, and it's coming. Isaiah eight seventeen. I will wait for the Lord. I will even look eagerly for him. Wait expectantly while you're in God's waiting room. 
And then wait actively. Don't just sit there. Don't you just sit there and watch TV. No way. Wait actively. Stay focused. Pray constantly. Pray without ceasing. Um, Read uh, his word. Get into the Bible. Get into some good devotions. Worship. Listen to praise music when you go outside or even in the house. A lot of times I'll just, you know, listen to praise music on the uh, on Pandora or, or, you know, Spotify. But to worship him, uh, to serve him in some way. Don't just sit there. Psalm 130 Verse 5, I wait for the Lord, my soul does wait, and in his word do I hope. Remember, waiting, trusting, hoping. We wait, we trust, and we hope. But wait actively. Can I tell you that, that every afternoon... When I leave my home office, I go outside on my back patio, and I I did put a picture of it on on my Facebook page, and the scripture, Be Still and Know That I Am God, Psalm 40, um, 11, I think. Uh, But anyway, so, so I go out there, and that's where I find calm in the midst of the chaos of the world. And that's where I can, even though I'm sitting still, I am actively waiting by participating and keeping focus in what God's Word is speaking to me, to wait in His Word, do I hope. And then wait joyfully. Yes, you want to wait expectantly and actively and wait joyfully. Remember, my friends, this is where the rubber meets the road. Your happiness does not depend on your circumstances. You see, happiness is all that external things. It's when everything's going great externally. Anybody can be happy if everything's going right. And for many of us, things have gone right for a long time. And guess what? This is where the rubber meets the road. And this is where the bottom has dropped out for a lot of us. And our world has been turned upside down like a big jigsaw puzzle. And we, as women, have to put one piece together at a time. And how, you know, are we going to just let these circumstances rob us of joy? No, our joy depends on our relationship with God. It does not depend on hap- on our circumstances. You see, joy is internal. It's that anchor to our soul when we know that God and God alone is our refuge and our strength. Our joy depends on trust. It depends on that hope while we're waiting. Tie joy to your Savior. Joy is independent of your circumstances. Isaiah 25, 9. This is our God for whom we have waited that he might save us. Don't waste being in God's waiting room with worry and with fear and with doubt 
but wait expectantly, wait actively, wait joyfully. I thoroughly enjoy, as many of you know, uh, riding my pink bicycle with my little pink horn and my pink pom-poms and my little pink basket on my pink bicycle and my um, little pink flowers on the basket. I know it's ultra tacky, but I so love it. And I ride around the neighborhood, and when I see someone, I toot my little squeaky horn, and I wave my pom-poms. And I love to see the smiles on the faces. I can only do that because of the inner joy that I have with my Lord and Savior. I couldn't do that. I couldn't get out there and get on my bike and smile and wave pom-poms if everything around me um, determined my joy. No, my joy comes from inside, and I um, urge you to think about the difference between um the joy and the happiness in your circumstances. I've got another scripture that I want to read you, and this is from the Living Bible, and it's Joshua 1, 9. And in the Living Bible, it says, Yes, now listen at this, my friends. Yes, be bold and strong. And there is uh, a, a, an exclamation mark after strong. Be bold and strong. Banish fear and doubt, exclamation mark. For remember, the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And then in the message, that translation says, Haven't I commanded you? Strength, courage, don't be timid, don't get discouraged. This is what I love. God comma, your God, comma, is with you every step you take. Don't you get it? Don't you see it? Oh my gosh, he is with us not only wherever we go, but in every step we take. If you have to go to the grocery store, if you have to go, you know, to the drugstore or wherever you have to go uh, to pick up a prescription or, or whatever is totally necessary, God is with you. He is with you every step of the way. Do not be fearful, do not doubt, but be bold and strong. In other words, put things in perspective and depend on God to get you through this. And don't fear and don't doubt, but just keep your focus on Him. And then remember, the Lord your God is with you. Banish fear and doubt. My goodness, you need to keep your eyes on what's ahead. God will protect you. He's behind you, alongside you, and ahead of you. My goodness, you need to know that uh, you need to keep things in perspective and not doubt and not fear. And remember that he is with you. My New American Standard says, Do not tremble. Do not be dismayed. 
remember that be strong and courageous. The Lord is with you wherever you go. And I just, um, you know, I think of that and break that down and, and realize that, you know, he is with us every step of the way. The comfort, in other words, the comfort we have of his presence will calm our fears. And watching the news can do a number on me. I don't know about you, but I have limited my news watching because my fears and, and you know, fear of the unknown and all that will just kind of rise up in me. But be strong and courageous. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go, every step of the way. In other words, it is the comfort of his of his presence that will calm your fears. Remember, my friends, who accompanies you. Remember when you do have to go out, okay? Remember that he accompanies you. And then, you know, to to understand that he's not only with you every step of the way, but you need to, to depend on him to get you through this. I mean, listen, when the rubber meets the road, it's just you and Jesus. In the, in the middle of the night at three o'clock in the morning is when the enemy loves to work on me and my mind. And I'm telling you, that's when I say, Lord, I am depending on you to get me through this. I banish the enemy from my mind and my thoughts. I will renew my mind in you. You just have to depend on him because when it comes down to it, it's you and him and run to Jesus because there is nowhere else to run to, my friends. God will enable you to get through this. Hear me. He will equip you with his word. He will embrace you with his love and his his presence and he will encourage you. He will encourage you through scripture and through his promises. And just remember, he is behind you. He's alongside of you and he's ahead of you. And there is great, great comfort in that. I just want to help you understand the importance of right now renewing not only your mind, but to refresh your spirit by leaning in and drawing near to God and understanding that in this waiting period, nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted. The time you spend with your family and your loved ones, the time you reach out to others through Facebook or text or website or social media, whatever, the way, the means with which you reach out across the internet to others. I have made more phone calls in the last couple of weeks than I've made in a year. I have contacted people and that's one of the ways I reach out by just contacting someone and saying, hey, how you doing today? I'm just checking in on you. Nothing is wasted in the waiting room. The time you spend with your children, the time you spend with your husband, the time you spend being still and drawing back to God. Because so many times we get so busy in our life, get so crazy and scheduled. Hey, I'm right here. I'm talking to myself. Um, that, that God just, you know, time with him just goes down, 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 down the list. 
And sometimes God will draw us back under extreme circumstances to clear the clutter in our mind and our heart and our life to say, hey, it's me. Remember, it's me. And I'm the one you need to focus on. Not your house, not your finances, not your career, but me. And that is so true. When it all comes down to the bottom line, it's between you and God. And I want you to persevere through this waiting time. I want you to walk hand in hand throughout each day with knowing that you are holding on tightly to God's hand. And I want you to know that you and God can make, can get through this together. You can get through it together. Yes, we are all in this together. But how do we make it? One by one, by holding his hand, the only hand you can hold. I am not giving you permission to go out and hug your friends and neighbors. The only hand I give you permission to hold is that of Jesus Christ, because together with him, we, you and I can make it. Oh, my friends, never forget the power, the power of his presence and never forget to go to him as you are waiting and to seek him and search for him and trust him one day at a time. Tomorrow will take care of itself. The unknowns will be revealed, but one day at a time, we need to trust Jesus and we need to trust him in all things when no one else seems to work life out for us, we need to know there is only one that will be our guidance out of this situation as we are waiting. And to understand that in this waiting room, our strength can be renewed. We can truly draw closer to God and have a resurgence of hope and an awareness of his continued presence in our life. Worry, oh no, worry not. The only hand that I want you to hold outside of your family, right in your home where you're nestled in, is that of Jesus Christ. His grace is sufficient for you. 2 Corinthians 12, 19. Remember that, my friends. And I pray for you as I pray for the whole nation that God will shed his grace and mercy upon us, upon you and your family, and that you will be protected, not only from the enemy and the voice that you would hear that is not truth, which is fear and doubt and anxiety and worry. Those are the voices in me. When I say voices, I mean feelings in me that seem to surface but to know that Jesus and that faith in him, that trust in him, that hope in him will dispel that. This is a time, my friend, to refine your purpose, to uh, use this time to grow, to grow in him, to grow closer to him, and to become a better you 
just to become, you know, I want to become a better me. I don't want to waste waiting in the waiting room. I want to become a woman that says, I know my Lord and Savior by the way that I live my life because I have a deep journey with him. We are survivors and we will get through this. And we will, because we are a resilient people, we will get through this together. We are strong. Be strong. Be bold. Do not tremble or fear. For I am the Lord your God. Joshua 1.9 And remember to hold his hand like none other. And together you will make it. Hey, I'll see you next time, and in the meantime, stay well, stay safe, and stay connected to Jesus. Hope for the Uprooted with Susan Miller is a production of Just Move Ministry. Just Move Ministry is a nonprofit, non-denominational ministry dedicated to the emotional well-being, spiritual growth, and ongoing resilience of women uprooted by a move or other major life change. Susan Miller is the founder of Just Move Ministry and the author of After the Boxes Are Unpacked. Around the world, women uprooted by a move are gathering in After the Boxes Are Unpacked study groups. Together, they form friendships and find belonging in a new community while seeking to understand how God is using their move to grow and deepen them. Learn more at justmoved.org, where you can sign up for weekly words of encouragement, subscribe to Bloom, an inspirational publication, and read new articles every month that inform and inspire. Join the Just Moved community and the Just Moved community Facebook group, a place to connect with and be encouraged by other women anticipating or recovering from a move.